Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for joining us. This segment is brought to you by LED Upgrade Solutions. How would you like to have healthier, better lighting for a better environment and not, not cost you anything? Check out LED Upgrade Solutions. Well, today we're continuing our COVID coverage, our corona time, if you will, and looking at really what's going on in the market right now, how are companies and people dealing with it, and what do people and everyone expect moving forward? Well, please welcome my guest. It's Paul Zeman, and he's a partner with Bull Realty. He's also president of the healthcare real estate services team at Bull Realty. Paul, thank you for joining us. Enjoy being here. Well, Paul, you know, you focus on uh, large medical office buildings uh, and sales of those properties. And I'm curious, you know, um, COVID and the economy, everything is, is, is really in a state of flux and change right now with what's going on, this cause from COVID and, and the economy. And, and, and these various sectors are being impacted differently. So when, when you, as a medical office building expert, and when you talk to all your clients every day that own and buy these buildings, what do you guys expect for kind of the overall view of the medical office building sector moving forward after this COVID thing clears up? I believe that it's going to continue to be very strong. The office building investment sector itself is, is relatively small compared to a lot of the other bigger sectors that we see, but there's, there's still the, the need for healthcare. And that's still why a lot of people you know, look at healthcare as the, the flight to safety. And uh, we, we don't see or anticipate much of a swing at all. So the tenants in healthcare real estate, I guess it really depends on the building and the area and the type of tenants. But overall, what did your clients uh, feel or see related to tenants really asking for uh, rent deferrals? You know, we, we've seen some of it, but so, some of the, the rent abatement requests that have come, you know, you can tell when it comes in a, in a form letter and uh, it looks like they're just asking all of their landlords for that. And I don't mean to discount the fact there are legitimately some tenants out there that, that need some help. Uh, but for the most part, when you, when you dig in and you uh, perhaps request financials from the tenant and and ask them to update you on where they are with any any SBA funding or or assistance. Um, a large majority of the time, that seems to quiet the conversation down quite a bit. In fact, most of the folks that I'm talking to are talking about stunning numbers, like 97% or better of their portfolio. The tenants are have, are, are not in need of uh, of rent abatement or assistance of any kind. That's good. So how has that impacted uh, values of property kind of, I guess, pre-COVID, during COVID now, here it is, the, the 12th of May, uh, as we record today, they put the show today. And then what do you expect cap rates kind of moving forward in the uh, medical office building world? You know, well, like I said, I mean, not, not many tenants are having real legitimate issues at the moment. Um, and we're not seeing a very big swing in cap rates. Uh, I, I hear from a lot of folks on the buy side that are saying that they anticipate uh, this tightening of the capital markets and what's going on is is got to forcibly you know increase cap rates. But I, I'll give you an example. I I recently took a 
portfolio of medical office buildings in the Nashville market um, out, uh, you know, something north of $40 million. And I, I got a pretty spectacular response. Um, I'm not seeing the REITs be as, uh, as aggressive as they have been uh, previously or maybe not participating in, in, in this round. Uh, but there is a lot of private equity, a lot of private family trust, a lot of high net worth individuals, a lot of offshore funds that are still that are still being very aggressive and bidding uh, on properties as if uh, it was January. Interesting. So, w- when did you take that out? Was COVID kind of already a, a thing? You know, it's interesting. I took this one out right as the COVID was kind of getting ramped up, but before we were anticipating any type of shutdown or anything along those lines. And I made the decision to continue to push forward with the marketing uh, for a few reasons, but first and foremost, that a lot of other properties were in fact getting pulled from the market. And we were one of the very, very few that were out there in that price range. uh, And I suspected we would attract a lot of attention uh, and we did. Yeah. So what was the activity like and as far as uh, interested buyers and offers and how did that compare to you think if you'd have taken that $40 million package out, you know, three months ago? You know, I probably had about the same numbers of CAs that I would anticipate would get executed on a project like that, which was probably 28 or 29. Um, It boiled down to about nine offers. Um, Had this been in pre COVID times, with 28 executed CAs, I probably would have seen 14 or 15 offers. Uh, but there were some folks that is well, I, I could have had more offers, but when folks were started talking about, you know, really low price, I mean, when you're not within, you know, 20% or not within $5 million of the, the top bidders for a project like that, it's supposed to just save everybody the time. It's still not uh, the type of market for buyers to be buying buildings below market. We're we're not there. So 28 confidentiality agreements signed in the month of March, then basically uh, to buy $40 million plus package. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So COVID was definitely, definitely a thing. Uh, That's interesting. So, uh, so cap rates moving forward then, your thoughts and, and and your clients' thoughts overall. You know, we we have been watching the the, the cap rates, and I, I track cap rates and watch them very carefully on medical office buildings that trade greater than five million dollars. I see that the five million plus range, we still kind of are, are seeing similar stuff. When you get well below five million dollars, the the cap rates are kind of all over the board, uh, based on a lot of things, but. Five million plus, we've been seeing cap rates on average about six and a half percent for a number of years now. I want to say five years. And um, you, you've got to keep in mind, though, that's an average. That includes the on campus, uh, attached to the hospital, sponsored by the hospital type of assets. Um, and as well, it includes the off campus, no hospital sponsorship, stuff like that. Yeah. Six and a half is the average. Okay. And so you expect that uh, so far just to continue on here? At the, at yeah, I don't, I don't think that there would be any talk about any cap rate compression right now, certainly, but uh, the demand is there. 
the the demand part of the supply and demand equation is uh, is is stronger, and I think that should keep cap rates roughly where where they are. And as we're you know theoretically starting to get out of the woods of, the, of this COVID mess, um, I don't see cap rates increasing too much. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. I mean I guess there could be some argument for cap rate compression in that sector. You know, thinking about how stable. Uh, those tenants have been, I mean, that's more stable than, than residential certainly. And, uh, uh, and might not, I guess it's as stable as industrial if you take in all size industrial properties and types. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, that, that's pretty strong. Yeah. And, and don't forget when we talk about cap rates, I really still like to, to always emphasize a lot more is depending upon it than the price, obviously the structure of the leases, the credit of the tenants, uh, proximity to campus. Uh, there's a, a lot of other factors that are going in into those averages. Right. And what about uh, financing today? You know, it seems like the, a lot of the lenders are kind of busy with uh, maybe challenges on some of their loans, and then they're busy with uh, this PPP loan stuff and things. Uh, it seems like CMBS uh, is having some issues. What about financing for MLBs right now? Well, you know, we're seeing a lot more of the local and regional banks uh, that are still lending. Some of the national players, um, kind of, if they don't have their finger on the pause button, it's hovering over the pause button. <laughs> and, and, and I say that meaning um, if you have a portfolio, you've gone to the national lender, you've borrowed from them, you know, 40 times before, most likely you're going to, you're going to get your loan. You're going to continue business as usual. But uh, if this is the first time that you've gone to that lender uh, to borrow uh, significant sums on a, on a large property, um, they're probably going to press the pause button. Yeah. And the, of the offers you had, for example, on this, this package you just took out, how many of those buyers were actually getting financing for the ad acquisition and how many were paying cash or, well, you know, Rarely do I see any type of finance contingency in any offer. Um, you know, typically the buyers that I work with have raised the capital. Uh, they'll deploy the capital and they'll put debt on the property later. So I, I don't, I don't need to get too involved with the, the finance portion of that. Yeah. Well, Paul, what would you leave our audience with uh, related to medical office buildings moving forward and after this COVID mess? You know, I, I think that we just kind of stay the course and we just keep doing what we're doing and working hard. Uh, I love the healthcare sector uh, more than any other sector of commercial real estate, which is why it's what I eat, breathe and sleep 24 um, seven. Certain practices are certainly going to do better than others. Um, you know, I suspect that the plastic surgeon who's doing a lot of uh, uh, Botox and stuff, he's, he's going to be quiet for a while. Uh, but a, a cardiologist or an oncologist or other specialties along those lines where if you don't get your treatment, it could be potentially the end of the road for you. Um, they're figuring out ways to make this all work, whether it's telemedicine or extraordinary caution and procedures uh, when you get to the office. Uh, but but as a whole, uh, I, I still think that the, uh, the medical office building investment, this whole sector, it's going to continue to, to slug along and we're going to look at this as a, as a bump in the road one day. Yeah. Well, it makes sense, Paul. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you being on the show. You bet. 
All right. And thank you for joining us around the country or around the world. Please let us know what you think. We appreciate you sharing the show and uh, connecting with us on your favorite social media. We'll continue our COVID coverage here. Look at the different sectors and how people and companies are dealing with it, what they expect uh, moving forward. So until our next show, be sure you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Paul. Appreciate the show? Consider referring business or doing business with our sponsors. Bull Realty is a commercial real estate sales, leasing, and advisory firm doing business throughout the Southeast, headquartered in Atlanta. Visit bullrealty.com for more information. Commercial Agent Success Strategies provides video training for commercial agents. This training gets five-star reviews from even the most experienced brokers. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. You're invited to connect with us on your favorite social media. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't miss a show of special interest to you. Be sure and subscribe to the show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And at the show website, CREshow.com, you can subscribe for a weekly email announcing the show topic and guest. While you're there, you also found more videos and podcasts. Thank you for watching or listening to America's Commercial Real Estate Show.